Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Kind of Funny Patreon Pledge Drive Month rolls on, and if you missed it, we put up two episodes from the 300 exclusives on patreon.com slash kindoffunny over the weekend on YouTube. Check them out, and if you like it, toss us $10 on patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get the other 298-plus pieces of content. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adelaide Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. my fellow Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, Tim Ma Fucking Gettys. Let Tim host. How you doing, Bless? I'm be honest, Tim. I don't want to be here. Yeah? I wish I was at my desk right now. You want to be where the people are? I want to be playing some Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, <laughs> right dude. Baldur's now. Gate, man. It's taking over the world. Taking it, over this office. It's changed me to where yeah. yesterday I booted it up. At, <clears throat> I believe it was after Games Day. I got off a show and I was like, you know what? Let me play a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3. And hours passed and I looked up and people were sitting down for kind of feudy. And I'm like, wait, what time is it? <laughs> How have I lost multiple hours to this? I had yeah. other things to do. What to is going fair, on here? We normally reco- record Feudy after Gamescast. Yes. But we put it before Gamescast. And I, I didn't really like tell you that. We talked about it in the meeting, but I didn't explicitly mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is out of order. Yeah. So it wasn't as many hours as it, as it might have felt like. But it still was multiple hours is the thing. Because I did see that on, on the calendar. And I like I, me- I made Mentally, a mental note. Yeah. But then, yeah, it happened. I was like, oh, shoot. And you know what I did last night, Tim? Mm. Of course, softball happened. Of course, softball Of happened. course it did. <laughs> we did softball, mm-hmm. and I got back home. It week was around three. week three of softball. <laughs> it was a wild week. We'll tell you about that later. I think Mike's coming on for the post show. We'll talk about softball then. But I get done with softball. I get back home. It's about 9 p.m. And you know what I did? I busted down my PC, and I changed out my graphics card. And I installed the RTX... Uh, 3080 that I've been sitting on. I am so proud For like of over you. a year, I've been sitting on that RTX, and I just didn't install it because I don't play PC games like that. But Baldur's, this one inspired you. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 there. had me like, oh, no, I got I to gotta do that. I got to get in there. There's nothing like tinkering with a PC. I feel like you owe it to yourself to build a PC at least once in your life. Yeah. You know, and I feel like these days, what that even means gets so easy, and it's like not even the same as it used to be. I don't care. Just do it, getting I'm, in there, doing it yourself, booting it up, having it not turn on and being like, what the fuck? Opening it up, taking everything apart, putting it back together, turning it on and it working. You not knowing what you did different. Oh, dude, it worked. literally that happened where like I put up the put in the RTX card. I connect all like the 19 fucking cables I have in this back of this thing and I turn it on and the the thing turns on, the PC turns on, but nothing show, shows up on monitors. And I'm like, I could have sworn I did all this correctly. Like, what the fuck is happening? I turn it off, turn it back on again, and it worked. And I'm like, okay, cool. There we just go. didn't work the first time for whatever reason. But it was exhilarating. And I'm proud of you, man. This is awesome. I will say to the building a PC thing, I think you're right that like nowadays it's gotten easier and easier. Because I looked, I opened it up, and I was like, there's like two things in here. It's Lego pieces. Why do like, I have this yeah. gigantic machine to hold like these fucking two things in a motherboard? Airflow, baby. <laughs> I mean, airflow, that is important. That is yeah. important. There's like five fans on the RTX. Oh, 30, yeah, dude. Or 3080. That's three. Pushing. It's only three, but still. Yeah. Impressive. Hell yeah, man. And then this you. morning, 
Mm. I didn't have time after I after I fixed all that stuff up last night. It was late. I had ran out of time to actually do things. So I went to went to bed, and I was like, in the morning, I'll boot up a game, see how it, see how it plays. And so this morning, I woke up, prep KFGD, finished prepping KFG pretty quickly, and then I booted up Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh wow! Just to play around in the opening intro up. area. Yeah, and yo. Andy Cortez was not lying about that mm. DLSS. Oh, yeah, dude. That DLSS is insane, dude. Oh, yeah. That game runs so smooth, looks so good. I put it on very high settings. Yeah. I think I'm converted. <laughs> I love it. I, I think know, I'm into the, P the PC ecosystem. All it's, I love that all it took is you just doing it. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It's that freaking simple. One of my favorite things about this. Yeah, here we go. Here Thank we go. So. Let's celebrate this. I, I love that on Gamescast a couple weeks ago when you were talking about Baldur's Gate, Three, you're like, I'm playing on Steam Deck, and I'm not even going to look at someone playing it on a PC because yeah. I don't want to know. Yep. But now you know. And then I saw, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I got to play yeah. it on PC. Oh, it's man. really ugly on the Steam Deck. That, real quick, I just want to say a, a, an update story uh, to what happened a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Baron Blast, remember we were talking about uh, Insomniac's uh, Ratchet and Clank coming to PC, and they're saying the hardest stuff. And I was like, there's no way it's going to work. Have you seen? It's not fucking working. Oh, is it not? No. Without it's working like shit with a hard drive. It's mm -hmm. like eggs fuck exactly, right? Yeah. But hey, it works great with SSD because that's how it should be made. Power the Fair PS5, enough. baby. It's important. Power the PS5. Fuck hard drives. We're moving hard on drives. to the future. The present. Solid state drives. Yeah. Solid state. But the, the port overall and most people who actually have like modern hardware and stuff. Killing it. Yeah. Crushing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm it fucking, works the way it's supposed to work. With my 3080. Who the fuck would have thought? <laughs> it, it, that thing looks hot on my 3080. Hell yeah. I like when you say it like that. Hot, hot or 3080? Your 3080. My 3080. It's my. It is mine. It is my 3080. Yeah. Tim. You built it. <laughs> Let's go. You know what else? I, you know what else I built him? Mm. This episode of KMPD because mm -hmm. I built the doc. Today's stories include Take Two sales numbers and hints of GTA 6. Take Two doubling down on Red Dead Redemption's price and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games and YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kinda Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free, plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you. A new kind of funny games cast is up right now with the crew chatting about everything to expect in 2024. That is up over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. And then a new screencast is up as well, all about season one of Twisted Metal. You can join Tim and some special guests, uh, WWE's Kayla Braxton and Zalavir Nelson, who all share how surprised they were by the show. Dude, I can't believe how good Twisted Metal season one ends up being. I can't I just believe can't. I'm hearing that sentence. <laughs> I, I know, but dude, everyone that's watched season one, I haven't seen a single person that's completed season one that hasn't said the exact same thing. And I, I, I'm not saying it's a five out of five. Of course. I'm saying it's a it's three good. to four. It's somewhere in there. And like I feel like it's I'm giving it a four for this one, man. Wow. So check, out, check out our screencast. It was great having um, the homies uh, join me for this one. Uh, we're going to be doing a special screencast for Gran Turismo next week. That's me and Greg. Oh. We got to watch it last night. Um, so I definitely want to... Uh, Hell yeah. Want to pimp that out a bit because it's, it's going to be exciting. Can you bring up that footage again? Because I want to show off the set. Because I'm very proud of this one. Me and Raj worked on it. Uh, and it's only you only see it in one shot in just the intro. 
with the PlayStation on the left of the video sick wall. Sick as hell. Come on. That's incredible. Come on. Let's that's go. so sick. But yeah, it's uh, the best thing about these um, decent to good to great adaptations of video game stuff is watching them makes you just want to play it. I went back and I was, I was playing Twisted Metal too. Yeah? Do I want to play some Gran Turismo Plus? I really do. do. If you do... Well, let me bring my VR to work, and you got to play it in okay, VR. Okay, I think I, think I might That will change you. you. It will be a change Just man. for a day. Just yeah. for a weekend. Oh, for sure. But, dude, honestly, watching the movie, I'm like, I fucking want to play this fucking game. Literally, literally, uh, let's see. Do I have my VR here? I mean, it might be at home. I'm going to find a day to bring in my okay. VR, too. It's already on my PS5. I'm playing Baldur's Gate, so I'm not going to need that PS5 yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it down at your desk. Okay. And you do what you do, Tim. Oh, I It'll do. It'll change your life. It's a good time. Get into reality. You know what else is a good time? KFAF and it is back for a special holiday event, and we need you for the annual KFAF Photoshop Challenge. The Photoshop Challenge theme, movies and TV from the last three years. Post your submissions on Twitter or X or whatever it is with the hashtag KFAF Holiday. Save the date for Friday, August 11th at 1130 a.m. right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch for the event of a lifetime. And then overall laugh every time. Which, which it, for an event of a lifetime. What else could be the event of a lifetime? Literally anything Andy talks about. You know? <laughs> KFAF. It's here. It's back. Get Coming get hyped, everybody. He'll text me and be like, get ready for the event of a lifetime. And it's just him leaving his bedroom, you know? like. I mean, that also is the event of a lifetime. <laughs> I get it. And then over on Patreon, we got a new episode of Kind of Feudy up right now. And it's the kickoff to season 11. An electrifying episode. Go check mm-hmm. that out. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master Deadpool, Delaney Twining, and Logan Delaney, the Delaney Brothers. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays and Liquid IV, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A baker's does it. Whoa, my, uh, Barry, I think your mic cut <laughs> oh, halfway crazy. through that. For yeah, I, I hit the mic button instead of the fog button. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that happens, that happens. We got a lot of buttons back there. Too many uh, buttons. Too, too many buttons, man. Story number one. Dozen. A dozen. We got Take-Two in GTA sales updates. This is Dean Takahashi at VentureBeat. Take-Two Interactive Software reported its bookings rose 20% to $1.2 billion for the quarter ended June 30th. The company credited ongoing revenues from Grand Theft Auto Online and Grand Theft Auto 5 and NBA 2K23 for the increase in bookings from a year ago. Analysts had expected slightly better bookings at $1.21 billion. Damn, you know? Man. Get your money up, Rockstar. Yeah. Take two. Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold in more than 185 million copies since 2013, up from 180 million in the previous quarter. Red Dead Redemption 2 has sold in. Can we stop for a second? Yeah. I'm a dumb dumb, so I need this explained to me. They got 1.2 billion, but they wanted 1.21 billion. Yeah. What does that 0.1 billion represent? 10 million. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. That's wild, right? (laughs) Fucking crazy. Red Dead Redemption 2 has sold in 55 million copies, up from 53 million in the previous quarter. And NBA, kind of funny.com says you're wrong if I got that wrong. I <laughs> there was a confidence to this. It's 100 million. Fuck. You yeah, fucking yeah. moron, Blessing. Yeah. Wait, really? No, 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 no. 1.2. 1. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because it's. <laughs> Definitely 100%, 100 million. <laughs> but it's 1.2, and they're, and they're looking at 1.21. How is that 100 billion or 100 million? 
It's no, it's ten million. People are saying I'm right in chat. Yeah, no, the Bless kids is, didn't fucking understand. Bless the kids right. are fucking Let's stupid. Bless is right. Math. Do some math. Y'all are the morons. Y'all are all of you. Y'all are the idiots. Y'all are some idiots. Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 has sold in 55 million copies, up from 53 million in the previous quarter. And NBA 2K23 exceeded plans and is now sold in over 13 million copies, up from 11 million in the previous quarter. The company expects to launch 52 titles through fiscal 2026 or by the end of March 31st, 2026. A couple of big launches in the current fiscal 2024 year are Star Wars Hunters <laughs> and Top Troops. I always forget that Star Wars Hunters hasn't come out yet. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, right? A couple of big launches in the current fiscal year. Oh, but maybe it did come out. That's a kind of funny.com so you're wrong. Let me know what's up with Star Wars Hunters. Both coming from Zynga. The Hunters game will feature battles across the iconic uh, worlds of Star Wars. Zelnick added, quote, Our core business trends remain healthy, and we are reiterating our prior guidance of five uh, yeah, of five point forty five to five point fifty five billion in net bookings for fiscal twenty twenty four. As of June 23rd, 2023, Star Wars Hunters not yet available in the U.S. or any other region. The game's expected to launch worldwide in 2023. This is according okay. to Android Authority. That's wild that we don't, like, pay attention. Like, that's not come up in any of our anticipated lists. No. Of, like, or not even, like, anticipated. But, like, I don't even think I see that on Game Informer's website of Star Wars Hunters coming out. Are people not excited for Star Wars Hunters? No. The Switch game? No. The competitive PvP the Switch Switch. Game? It's landing on Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android in 2023. You don't, you Nothing don't got a phone? about that sounds promising. You got a phone. You play, you play I do Marvel have Snap on it. Phone. Yes, I do. You don't play a Star Wars game? Mm-mm. Look at this Star Wars game that Barrett Look at brought this. Up. It's a droidica. It looks, it looks kind of like Battlefront, actually. Well, actually, now it doesn't. <laughs> That's a Wookiee. Is that our Wookiee? I'm pretty sure that's Tarful. It's uh, Chewbacca's friend. Chewbacca's friend Tarful. Yeah. From uh, Revenge of the Sith, he's like in like a couple of scenes, and then he's Uncle the Sheik. same Wookiee, uh, I believe, that you uh, search for in Jedi Fallen Order. The one with the really, really high fidelity face. Yeah, remember oh, the really high fidelity. Yeah, okay, that Wookiee. Yeah. I know that Wookiee. Wookiee in <laughs> oh. Jedi games. Oh. I remember that Wookiee. Uh, the Zelnik quote continues Our teams are making excellent progress on our strategic focus areas, including the advancement of our eagerly anticipated development pipeline and capitalizing on our revenue driven opportunities and synergies, all while maintaining a deep focus on, on efficiency. This man is rapping. We remain confident that we are positioning our, our business for a significant inflection point in fiscal 2025, which we believe will include new record levels of operating performance. Mm-hmm. We would like to thank all of our stakeholders for their continued support, and we would look forward to delivering on this exciting next chapter. End quote. Now, Tim, when I said that, you make you made a Wookiee sound. I did uh, a significant inflection point in fiscal 2025, which we believe will include new record levels of operating performance. Yeah, for Does that, for, all those words kind of just actually boil down to GTA six. One thousand percent. Yeah, for context, right? Fiscal 2025, I believe, would be. March 2024 all the way up until March 2025. So we're looking at a late 2024 probably to early 2025 release for Grand Theft Auto 6. And it's funny because we did our uh, 2024 predictions for Gamescast that went up this morning. And nary a, an auto to be thefted. Yeah. I think it's the idea that it almost... I, it feels like it's time, but it also feels weird to think yeah. about Grand Theft Auto releasing possibly next year. I'm so with you. Yeah. It... It can't, right? It's I mean, been a decade. It's been a decade since it's GTA been a 5. Decade. It's been yeah. 
five it's, years yeah. since Red Dead Redemption 2. By the time we get into 2024, it would have been six years since Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. That's, That's enough time to make a video oh, game Oh, it's right definitely there. enough time. I just, like, for some reason feel like, what's the strategy for sales? Is it hitting mid-console cycle, or is it hitting towards the end when every single person and their mother has a next-gen slash whatever current-gen console in their house? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. And when, if your GTA does it freaking matter? Yeah, I, but that's my thing. I think when your GTA, it doesn't matter as much, right? I think you don't want to come out as a launch title, obviously, as GTA. But I think beyond that, beyond from mid to, to late console cycle, it makes sense. And then also for Rockstar and for Take-Two, for as long as you've been working on it, GTA 6, it is, hey, when it's ready, we put it out. Because the more and more, the longer we sit on this thing, right, the more money we're spending on it. And I think there's the reality, too, of what GTA 6 is going to be compared to what 5 was, where 5 came out and obviously it was incredible. And here we are still talking about it, the sales and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the online wasn't there, right? It, when the game came out, it was kind of like the online's coming and it kind of came and it wasn't that great. They yeah. had to work on it, figure it all out. Here we are. That all works. So we expect GTA 6 to launch and... I would imagine we definitively have an understanding of what the online plan is. I don't know if day and date with the launch, they have that, or if they want to be a little bit more strategic and have a rollout of here's the single player experience of GTA six. And then, Hey, GTA online two. I don't think they're going to call it that, but whatever that is, is coming at a later date or they do line it up. I don't expect to see GTA four style DLC for GTA six. No, I don't think they promised that. So uh, with that, I kind of feel like, it coming out mid console cycle there's no reason not to that's the thing yeah when you talk about when and how you launch it the reality of gta 5 is that gta 5 made so much money after year one after year two after year three right like gta 5 was was hitting top 10 sales and i think still hits top 10 sales at points a, a decade after its release and at that point, does launch? What does when you launch even matter? When realistically, we're gonna have a remastered version on the P- PlayStation Six yeah. by the time we get there, oh, right? Year sure. two or three into the PS Six, we're gonna be talking about a GTA uh, Six version. And so, I think what you're getting at with terms of online and single player, and how do you launch that? That then parlays us into Josh G, Josh G's question here uh, that Josh G writes into kindoffunny.com/slash/kfgd and says. With the latest Take-Two earnings call possibly hinting at a large uptick in their FY25 and GTA 6's eventual release, I was curious, do you think GTA 6 will have a lengthy, well-done story mode, or will GTA Online success be the focus and story will be, atta- will be, will be attacked on afterthought? You know, it's, it's kind of wild. I've been thinking about this a lot where it's definitely not impossible, and I think that Rockstar... They can do it. And the fact that they've done it so many times from the GTA 3 trilogy to 4 with the DLC, with 5, they reinvent themselves. And it always kind of feels like, well, they've done all of this. What could they possibly do that's fresh and new? And then when they did 5, they, they pulled that off in a very impressive way. I think with the way that social media has exploded in the last decade since GTA 5 came out, the way that the world is, it's harder than ever to parody in a satisfying way mm. that gta is kind of known for so i do think it's going to be a herculean effort for rockstar to come up with a story that feels worthy of coming out these days and like having that gta magic does that make sense i feel that yeah i think it's the i, I want to say it was either the uh, rockstar that said this or maybe it was the south park writers or maybe both of like 
the world is so fucking goofy nowadays. How do you write parody around that, right? How do you write good comedy around that when we're already living in, in a comedy when you just look around it, look, look around at what's going on? Uh, to the importance slash to single player in general, we got the leaks that happened last year, right? Where like GTA 6 leaked all over the place. And from those leaks, it seems like single player very much is in the works. You know, we had the stories about you're getting the two main characters, um, it taking place in Vice City. And there seems to be something tangible slash something meaty there in terms of single player. But I do think that when you're talking about multiplayer, you're talking about something that's going to be big and expansive because the rumors there as well have been we're adding in big areas over time like i think the online is going to consist of you starting off in just vice city but then maybe over time you get um liberty city maybe over time you get to go back to san andreas and explore different areas there and i think that is what we're talking about in terms of the effort and push of what online is going to be i don't think it's about i don't think it's about shortening or lessening the single player as much as it is about increasing what online is going to be for gta and see that's for me the part that gets me the most caught up because everything i just said about the, it being hard with the parody and stuff it being hard doesn't mean rockstar is not going to do it yeah right i feel like if anybody they are going to um and i expect that there will be a very meaty uh single player experience in gta that is as good if not better than anything we've seen before because that's what we expect from them yeah. and we know that they have and also pedigree. they just they really like writing and story look at red dead redemption 2 yeah and how much effort they put into that story they they put in so much effort into the story of red dead redemption 2 that they didn't even mind like story getting in the way of people's experience because they had a specific narrative they wanted to tell and that narrative hit for the people that narrative hit for yeah right like they really care about that stuff so i expect to see it in gta so with the realities though that the money is made long term from the online side of it i do think that there are other realities to rockstar that matter to them including critical reception awards you know being recognized as doing something like bigger than and it's so not just like oh it's the biggest entertainment launch in history mm -hmm. financially but it, in terms of respect in terms of like man they are doing something out here so i do feel like they're they're going to put their all into the single player side but then there is the inevitable focus on online that will be the future of this thing for the next 10 plus years and with what you're saying about liberty city and um going to other other places san andreas i feel like that is completely inevitable right yeah is there a world where maybe the single player is smaller focused on vice city but then we also get maybe not even expansions maybe it's even part of gta 6 where it's not just vice city it's there's a single player portion that is here and then a single player portion there single mm. player portion there i don't know how that would work but we're in a different time now i just feel like it, it almost seems too small to me that gta 6 is just vice city yeah i mean i i think that's where the the size of, of online comes into play it's very daunting thinking about what rockstar is thinking about because with every gta there is a level of stepping up from the online side, right? Not just talking about single player and the open worlds and all that stuff. GTA San Andreas being, let's say, the earliest version of what Rockstar was looking at for multiplayer, just had places you can go to on the map to do like the split screen slash same screen multiplayer where you couldn't go too far from each other, right? Like, I think PC had some more multiplayer stuff, but I can't, can't remember if that was like official versus modded stuff, but I digress. You then, you then transition into GTA 4, which had deathmatch modes, which had, hey, hang around in the open world together online. You then jump into GTA 5, which is GTA Online, and you legit are existing and 
buying apartments and buying garages and doing all these different things. Each one feels like a prototype of what the next one is. Yeah. And I think GTA Online, for what we've gotten out of GTA 5, is going to work as basically a prototype for what GTA 6 is. I don't think GTA 6 is going to be more GTA 5 online. I think it is going to be them going for, and this is going to sound so corny, but... And I mean, I mean this in almost more of a complimentary way. I think they're going to go for like that metaverse idea of people are living in this thing. I think they're going to go for Fortnite's neck with this, right? I think that's what they're aiming for. I think they're aiming for having Travis Scott or people doing concerts in GTA. Oh, yeah. That is exactly what they want to do. And like they've even kind of leaned into that stuff already with some of the updates we've gotten out of GTA Online because they have the, the club that they added. They have like they have a record label <laughs> over there for rockstar they have wild shit that they're doing already and trying to make happen in gta 5 online and when i whenever i hop into gta online i can feel the like i, I can i can feel that game kind of being stressed out by the mm -hmm. the um the ideas that they have for it right that game was built in 2013 or that game was released in 2013 two generations ago two gens ago for the ps three and that generation. game has some 2023 ideas that they're still trying to put out through updates and all that stuff that dr dre dlc being an example they are still putting things out and it is stressing out under that weight under that pressure i think gta 6 online is going to be an infrastructure that can work with what those ideas are it's going to be huge like that is that's my pure prediction for Plus, it. i know we're going like long on this but like can you imagine when gta 6 drops at kind of funny what that's going to do when oh, gta yeah. 5 dropped i there's never been anything like that launch that I've ever experienced. There's been other things. Tears of the Kingdom was a huge deal. The Switch in general. Like, there's been a couple big game launches that are like, oh my god. I feel like Last of Us 2 even had an energy around it. GTA 5 was like, uh, hey, no one's doing anything except Grand Theft Auto. And everyone was happy with that. Yeah. I, I can't wait for it. I, I remember the launch uh day um all the time where i was at GameSpot for that midnight release or GameStop for that midnight release and it felt like a party on campus yep. like i was that's when i was still going to university of illinois and i was on the green street GameStop before they turned into a mcdonald's and the lot it was the longest line i'd seen for any game release there were people playing playing games inside the GameStop waiting for this game to come out. like there was an energy right and then went home and like the internet was talking about gta 5 for weeks and then a couple weeks later online comes out and the online breaks because everybody's trying to get into it at the same time and that was all anybody could talk about that was it man dude there when it, when the game first it wasn't even out yet we we had like a, our early copy of it and uh greg and i went down to rooster teeth to shoot the gauntlet which was essentially greg's introduction to rooster teeth and like our connections that were made to, to all of them mm -hmm. and uh there was a big group of people and it was a big production this giant shoot there was a lot of hurry up and wait so we were there for like 15 hours or something but like we were only shooting for like an hour here then we had five hour break hour there that type of stuff we had gta 5 set up and literally we just would play and it was like we were little kids again where we would take turns if you died you passed the controller and we would just go and go, let's try to get six stars and see how long you could last. Who can uh, get a, a jet from the um, the airfield or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. And like, who can survive the longest? Like, and we were a bunch of like, I mean, I was at that point, like, I don't know, 22 or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I felt like a 10, 11 year old again playing GTA 3 with my, with my homies. And I feel like in a couple years, I'm going to be 35 feeling the exact same way with you. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I mean, right now we're in a review season where... I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3 a lot. We're going to get review codes someday for Armored Core 6. We're going to get review codes for Starfield, right? And I'm 
that is daunting to me. The idea of playing right now, I'm playing one of the biggest games of the year, followed by one of the hardest games of the year, followed by one of the biggest <laughs> games of the year. Right? I'm talking about big in terms of size. And that is a daunting thing. When GTA 6 comes out, I think it's going to be that in one game where it's, all right, like we're putting all this stuff into like, a, let's say a 30 hour campaign for the GTA 6 single player. Now let's hop into online and yeah. fucking see if we can scratch the surface of this. Yep. It's going to be a fun time. It really is. But that fun time is so far away. So far away. If I want to know <laughs> story number two, you stay right here. Take two CEO says Red Dead Redemption port pricing is commercially accurate. This is from Rebecca Valentine and Alex Stedman at IGN. Yesterday, Take-Two Interactive and Rockstar Games announced that Red Dead Redemption and zombie add-on Undead Nightmare is being ported to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 on August 17th. And by yesterday, I mean Monday. And while that, while that may have been a cause for celebration for many in the fan base, others took issue with this $50 price point, especially considering it's missing multiplayer and a PC, and a PC release. Plus, it's already playable on the Xbox Series X in 4K, and thanks to Xbox Series X slash S's backwards compatibility, has been accessible on Microsoft platforms for years. After today's Take-Two earnings call, IGN asked CEO Strauss Zelnick why they priced the newly announced port the way they did, especially given the backwards compatibility situation for Xbox. Quote, that's just what we believe is the commercially accurate price for it, Zelnick responded. Take-Two's EVP of Finance, Hannah Sage, also pointed out that the port isn't just the Red Dead base game, but also Undead Nightmare. When asked if Undead Nightmare was the reason for its $50 price, Zelnick said the add-on was a great standalone game in its own right when it was originally released, so we feel like it's a great bundle for the first time, and certainly a great value for consumers. IGN did ask about a potential PC release, but Zelnick left it vague, saying he leaves game, he leaves game release announcements up to the developers. It's, I mean, man, this stuff is so fucking weird where, like, we heard the price and we're like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. You know? But there's also this reality that, like, it almost doesn't matter because then putting it out at $50 is, like, not going to last. That's Within my, yeah. one week, this price is going to be slashed because the market will find a way. The market's going to be like, no, we're not paying that shit. There's going to be a lot of people to do, and like that's, that's the problem, is that they're being taken advantage of. Like, mm -hmm. it is so inappropriate for things to be priced that way when they know, eh, it doesn't fucking matter. But the reality is, consumers need to be a little bit fucking better about this shit, where it's like, just look at this stuff and don't buy it. <laughs> do not buy this for $50. Do not do that. Yeah, like, I think the thing is, games slash products, whatever, are worth whatever people are willing to pay for them. And if Rockstar Take-Two puts this out, and people are enough people are paying fifty dollars to justify the price for them like they're seeing the money come in and go oh okay this is doing what we wanted it to do then technically it is worth fifty dollars 100 right? like that's where it's at and so if people really don't like that this is worth fifty dollars we don't buy this at fifty dollars right and we wait for it to go on sale right and then the price over time comes down that would be the hope um but yeah, like, I mean, you can make the argument we got Undead Nightmare, we're packaging this in, into this one package for the first time ever. Uh, but also, I just think that this release is on the disappointing side, right? It's not a remaster, it's not a remake, it's a port. It has Undead Nightmare. All right, cool. But like, this isn't what people wanted. I don't think this is what people wanted in the first place. And so, like, for me, the $50 price point is a, all right, well, I wasn't going to get this anyway, right? For me as a cons consumer, this isn't something I would have paid for anyway. Um, but yeah, like, again, speak with your wallet, right? Like, don't show up for the $50 price if the $50 price seems like too much. Straight up. Tim, before we hop in to story number three, 
I'll let people out there know about patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can go there and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures just like Mike likes them. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No question asked and every purchase supports the shady rays impact program which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life from childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions exclusively for y'all listening right now shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people Again, that's ShadyRace.com. Use code KINDA FUNNY. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Y'all know how much I love to stay hydrated and Liquid IV makes it easier and better than ever to ensure that I'm always living my best, most hydrated life. And you can too. Liquid IV, the number one powered hydration brand in America is now available in sugar-free with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone. And you can keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors white peach green grape and lemon lime let me tell you the white peach is good it's real good we hear it kind of funny swear by this stuff one stick of liquid iv in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone real people real flavor real hydrating now sugar-free grab your liquid iv hydration multiplayer sugar-free in bulk nationwide at costco or get 20 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code kind of funny at checkout that's 20 percent off anything you order when you use promo code kind of funny at liquidiv.com if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs if you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Story number three. Nintendo patents Tears of the Kingdom loading screens, abilities, map, and more. This is Jordan Midler at IGN. Nintendo has patented some of Link's abilities in The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, as well as other elements of the game. As reported by Automaton, Nintendo has filed several patents related to Link's Ultra Hand and Fuse abilities from the game. The company has also patented the game's loading screen. <laughs> Good. In Tears of the Kingdom, when fast traveling between areas, the game will show the player where they currently are on the map and will then transition to the new location after the loading is complete. Also included, what a novel concept. 
Also included in the filing is a patent relating to the inability of the player to grab an object that they are already standing on. For example, if Link is standing on a block, the player can't then use Ultra Hand to move the block and thus Link infinitely. Can you imagine having the fucking balls to patent something that doesn't work? Hey, we own the idea so that you can't do this thing. <laughs> Nintendo was also able to patent the process of Link standing on a moving object and then continuing in the direction of that moving object. Now, here's my thing. I know a lot of people were mad at the Rockstar Red Dead Redemption commercially accurate thing, right? And, like, that, I, I can understand, like, the, how that pisses people off. I'm not as pissed off about it. Like, I'm not going to get the game or whatever. This pisses me off. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm gonna, you know what, Tim? I'm gonna patent pressing forward on my left analog stick and you walking forward. I'm gonna I mean, patent, shit, dude. I'm shit. gonna patent talking into microphones. Yeah, and calling it a podcast. I get it. We dude. can get that, Tim. Yeah, wow. This is wild. Uh, Nintendo man, they're just out there. They're just gobbling up bad ideas. You know what I mean? These are some WNDs. I don't like this at all. It doesn't result in anything good. And like, it results in bad things because I, I think about the. I forget if it was Bandai or Namco or Bandai Namco that patented the loading screen thing where you can play games during loading screens. Mm -hmm. And that was such a cool idea. God, I love that. Like, Ridge Racer on PSP. Dude, Dragon Ball, the Budokai games had that. Yeah. Such a cool thing. Such a cool idea that I wish every game had. But no, they patented it. I think about the uh, Nemesis system that was one of the most innovative game systems of, of last gen, right? Could have been in so many cool. It could have been such a cool idea for so many different games. Patented. What are we doing? What's going on here? <laughs> You're gonna patent your map transitioning into a new location. On a loading screen, yeah. That's everyone's favorite part of Zelda, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, that's what I know Tears of the Kingdom for, yeah. is the map transition. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we do see it a lot. You do see it a lot, because we're doing a lot of loading. And we're playing on the Switch. And we're playing on the Switch. <laughs> we don't have the SSD in there. God dang it. God dang it. God dang it. Story number four. <laughs> We got a Stray Gods, the role-playing musical uh, review roundup for you. If you don't remember Stray Gods, this was brought up on KFGD, I, I want to say a couple months ago. It's a really cool indie game with a dope-ass 2D uh, animator art style. The character models almost remind me of like, like a Hades sort of thing, but the animation uh, reminds me a bit of um, As Dusk Falls with like the um, stop-motion-y type movement and stuff. But it has a really cool gimmick in that it's a, it's a musical and you're making choices and stuff. Also has a stacked cast. Um, the most stacked cast. The most stacked cast I've ever seen. Uh, right now on Metacritic, it is sitting at a 76, and on OpenCritic, at also a 76. Shannon Loud IGN gave it a 7 out of 10 and says, Stray God's musical murder mystery is definitely worth a playthrough or two. You can tell when playing it that it's been a labor of love from a team that appreciates musical theater, complete with unique artistic choices, crafted songs that shift based uh, on your choices, and characters loaded with emotional angst. The gods are grappling with how they fit into the modern world and with life's traumas, just as many of us, and I imagine the writers, are. But the overall predictability of the story and of these well-known Greek myths limit how replayable Stray Gods ultimately feels. Then Egg Nightingale at Eurogamer gave it three out of five stars and says, So why was everyone singing? Well, it's a musical. So of course they were. Yet Stray Gods presents singing as a game mechanic and misses the spark of what makes musicals and games so magical. We're neither making music nor impacting the narrative in meaningful ways. We're simply steering someone else's performance into a musical muddle. That lack of cohesion means the story never hits the lofty, emotional heights it's aiming for. Stray Gods is a somewhat unsuccessful experiment then, but what it does achieve is a reflection on the power of music. In our world, music has the power to move people. In this realm, it has the power to move gods. I just wish it had a good tune. 
And then Jordan Ramey at GameSpot gave it a 9 out of 10 and says, Stray Gods, a role-playing musical, is one of the coolest games I've played in a while, and I imagine its most powerful moments will sit with me for quite a bit. Having seen cluttered whiteboards that provide a glimpse of what uh, of the massive branching storylines in some RPGs and visual novels, doing something like that, but for songs, a means of communication that does not follow the conventions of, of conversations at all, is incredibly impressive. But the folks over at Summerfall Studios managed to pull it off, creating a game that explores the extraordinary healing power that music can have in our lives and wrapping it all up in a compelling murder mystery where the consequences of your choices can have drastic effects on a weakening Greek pantheon just trying to survive in the modern day. This is a fantastic visual novel, and I cannot wait to play through it again. I'm about two and a half hours into this one. Oh, okay. Um, enjoying it quite a bit, but I... I appreciate it for what it's trying to do more than I'm actually liking it as a video game. Mm -hmm. The visual novel thing, I think, is the right kind of way to look at it, where there are actually a lot of choices to be made, and it does feel like what you're choosing is changing what's happening, but it doesn't really feel like it's affecting much. Yeah. You know? I do feel like the, the song is going. Like, it's not going to stop and wait for you, so you are just kind of choosing what lyrics happen next, and it doesn't feel like the lyrics... I mean, I don't know, because I'm not making the other choices, but... It, it kind of just feels like it could have went any way and it wouldn't have affected me differently um, from just how I was trying to make my, my choices so far. I feel like there have been a couple moments, though, that when the song is hitting and there's a lot of choices and it's like a big set piece moment, yeah. I am wowed. I am like, this is such a cool idea. And I feel like if you're at all interested in this game, you should give it a shot because I think it's going to really resonate with some people um even in some of the slower moments i do feel like the pacing so far has been pretty good while i'm not completely captured by the characters or story i feel like the performances are so great that uh i want to hear the 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 music and i want to hear the different styles that they go through um but yeah it's it's interesting and i'm honestly more just wild that this game exists and that like it was announced not that long ago at least from us knowing about it i think it was it was a, a kickstarter, a kickstarter thing or something yeah. but like from it being, hey, this game's happening, to it coming out and being as good as it is so far, I'm like, damn, y'all pulled it off. I just don't know if what was pulled off is going to be for the vast majority of people. Yeah. But the people that it's going to be for, this is going to be their favorite thing ever. Yeah, I, I echo a lot of what you just said, right? And I think that what you just said also speaks to some of the mixed uh, reviews here where Jordan Rumey it really resonated with him right but then you have a three out of five from Eurogamer and a seven out of ten from uh from IGN citing different sounds things. right and that that sounds right you know I you played I think a bit more than me I've I've had the thing where I've been pulled on to different games and of course I'm super into Baldur's Gate and all this stuff but like also I <laughs> I had issues where I started this game I played about an hour or so and then um I booted it up like I played an hour at work Got home, booted up, and I realized that I had played the PS4 version. Mm. And I was like, oh, man, now I should be playing the PS5 version. So I was like, you know what? I'll just replay it on the PS5 version. And then I played that same hour, skipping through like a lot of the cutscenes and stuff. Um, and I got back to where I caught back up to where I was. And I was like, all right, I'm done for the day. I'll go back later. And then I came into work. And I was like, okay, I'll boot it up at work. And then my save hadn't transferred. I was like, fuck. All right, I'll just do it again. I'll just do it. I'll just play the first hour again. No. Right? <laughs> and then, Tim, it doesn't stop there. I got home. And I booted up my booted up my save, and I I don't know if I was half asleep. I don't know what the fuck happened. I accidentally deleted my save. Oh no! <laughs> I oh, navigated no. through the menu. You've got to stop going back and forth between work and uh, home playing games because this isn't the first story with you, man. Well, the other one wasn't my fault. Before your eyes, I believe had like some kind of uh, like bug that was happening. Reddit was talking about it, but yeah, oh, no, man. I got back home and I deleted my save, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" All right, and I did it again. 
That said, because of that, I did get to experience some of the different choices. Okay, cool. Yeah, especially within uh, the musical portions. And I will say I was, I was impressed by how different the songs were based on the choices I was making moment to moment. Like, hook, like the hook of a song was different, right? Like the chorus of it was different. Stuff like that had me impressed. Um, but all that said, right, I'm kind of with you that I am more into the ideas that they're presenting more so than the actual uh, story and game itself. Like... I think a lot of it is quality. The art looks good. The They got dope-ass voice actors. The music isn't necessarily hitting for me on a, I'm going to listen to this outside of the game level. You know, like there is a level of, of um, for me with musicals, I really like being able to go on Spotify and just listen to them all the time, right? Like I listen to Hamilton too much. Uh, none of the songs from Stray Gods so far are ones that I'm like, oh, I listen to this. Like for me, the, I think maybe the the, the decision-making aspect of it almost campers the replayability of the songs or like the so like how much the songs, I guess, sonically resonate with me because it is them telling a story more so than making a dope song. And so there's that, uh, that with it as well. Um, but I think it has an interesting premise. I think it has interesting ideas that it sets yeah. forth. And I like that somebody, a studio is making a game that is this unique with this level of talent behind it. That's the thing that I'm happy about with the release of this game. Absolutely. And all the, the talent behind this game getting together to make this game in particular, I think is really special that that's where the industry is now that this can happen. Like this, yeah. this feels a lot to me. And like, I mean this only as a pure compliment, but the turning point of YouTube of the Freddie Wong's and Corridor Digital's being able to make the fan films of uh, IP that we've loved forever, or the, that Portal short film that came out, um, directed by, um, God damn it, I can't believe I'm blanking on his I think name. I know you're talk what you're talking but, about. But he ended up uh, directing uh, Cloverfield Lane, um, and um, I think Prey last year. Um, anyways, like that, there was that moment where it's like there's creativity, and there's you don't need limitless budget Is because there's there's Dan Trachtenberg. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, to to do this stuff where before it would have just been like high school kids with camcorders filming some things and yeah. like hoping it was good. But it's like, no, there's actual like talent being put into this. It feels like almost like a new grounds this. idea, but given the budget and passion, budget and talent and levels talent, of yeah. like some of the best in the business. Right. So I just feel like this is a very, very, very special moment. And I think that they pulled it off. Like yeah. I really, I really do so far from what I've played. I think that this is going to hit for the people that it's set out to hit for sure. Story number five. Xbox has re reduced its $1 Game Pass Ultimate trial from a month to 14 days. This is Chris Scullion at Video Games Chronicle. Xbox has reportedly reduced the length of its $1 Game Pass trial a month after it was reintroduced. The introductory offer previously let players get their first month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate or PC Game Pass for $1. The deal was available for several years until Microsoft ended it in March, saying it was evaluating different marketing promotions for new members in the future. The trial returned last month, offering the same terms as before. This doesn't appear to have lasted long, however. As, by, as spotted by XGP, the Polish Xbox site was offering just 14 days of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for four Zloty. Is that right, Tim? Z Z is that even an L? What is that? What the hell is this? <laughs> Z Z Zloty. I'm going to say Zloty. Rather than a full month as usual. VGC can confirm that the offer appears to have changed accordingly in other regions too, offering 14 dollar one euro one pound instead of a month i've never seen this character in my yeah i've never seen that character i didn't i did not notice that when i was copying that over huh. i think this is signs of good news i think that all of the the game pass changes they've been making and the um getting rid of some of the deals 
I think that it is actual signs of a future of a healthy Xbox releasing games at a consistent cadence. Yeah. And I think it starts with Starfield, right? We've been talking about this forever. We got the, the Redfall. We got um, all the, the other things leading into it uh, in recent times. Some smaller titles, the Asdos Falls, things like that. Mm-hmm. I think Starfield's about to be kicking it over and like beginning this once a quarter at least getting a big Xbox title because we know what's on the, the roadmap. We, we can see it. We know how far along a lot of these projects are. Um, so this doesn't surprise me they're doing this because this is what they've been building towards. They've been trying to get the subscription numbers up for Game Pass so that people have it when these games start hitting. Uh, they've been doing deal. They've been essentially giving this thing away, mm-hmm. right? This makes sense to me. Yeah. And I, I think that to gamers, this is going to be a really good sign. Yeah. For me, this is a Starfield's coming out and you motherfuckers aren't going to play 30, 30 days of this game for $1. No, y'all are going y'all to pay up, all right? You get two weeks at the most and then you're buying fucking Xbox Game Pass. That's what it reads to me as well. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Which is like, so, uh, right? which is fair like because it's yeah, the biggest game of the how year. How this should work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. People that's should not, that's not get me, a good product. <laughs> that's not me throwing shade at Xbox or being like they're wrong for this, but it is me just being like, no, I, like, I would do it. If I was Phil Spencer, I'd be like, yo, pay up. You're going to get 80 hours of this game and you're going to p- play it for 14 days before you pay me more money <laughs> for actual Xbox Game Pass. All right. Yeah, because it's a trial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes so much sense. It's like, th- th- this is not like just for a free thing of everybody just gets to play whatever game they want. Games cost hella money. You need to make that money and it needs to be sustainable. We need to see Game Pass work from a financial perspective for the industry to continue because if it doesn't, everything's going to be fucked eventually. Yeah. Just like we're seeing on the streaming side of entertainment with movies and TV. Story number six, our final news story for the day. Netflix's new virtual game controller iOS app hints at TV gaming. This is Umar Shakir at The Verge. Netflix has launched a mysterious new gaming controller app for iOS on the App Store, as reported by TechCrunch. The free app, simply called Netflix Game Controller, can be downloaded now and says you can connect to your TV to play, but doesn't yet have a listed compatible game. The app's description says that you'll be able to use it to play Netflix games on your TV. Coming soon to Netflix, the description says, quote, play games on your TV with the Netflix Game Controller. This game controller app pairs with your TV and allows you to play games on Netflix using your phone or mobile device, end quote. If you download and launch the game, it asks you to choose a game on your TV and follow directions to connect, which currently does not do anything. The app's splash screen also points out that Netflix games on TV are in beta and that some devices may not be supported at this time, end quote. Netflix making moves. It's happening. I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Like, this is one of the weirdest things where you're like, oh, Netflix has games. Like, you can't play on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Huh. You have to play on your phone. Once this happens, I feel like the amount of people that actually use this will go from like none to like three. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those numbers pick up. Again, this, oh, I always go back to the example of being surprised when I went back and I visited my sister during winter break and my nephews were obsessed by, with um, the their Amazon Fire Stick games. I forget what app they had, but like they had some game apps that they're mm-hmm. playing where they're playing like these dumbed down Android games. It was like a dumbed down version of um, Trials Fusion or whatever, where you're like racing trucks or you're doing like truck platforming. And if my nephews are enjoying that, dude, once Netflix comes to TV and they can grab uh, my sister's phone and play those games on their phone and those games aren't these janky ass Trials games, but they're actually like, oxen free (laughs) or like these dope ass games like exploding kittens are cool games that are coming to netflix 
yeah, I think that's going to be a big hit for families with kids. I think it could be a hit for even people like us that care about games like Oxenfree, right? We might not care about all the all the different mobile games that come there, but Netflix is snatching up talented studios. Very so talented studios. We're, yeah. I think soon we're going to see good enough games there where maybe one day me and you are going to play a game on Netflix, Tim. Maybe. I doubt it, Plus, Yeah. But maybe. Maybe. And if that day happens, that day will be so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom Grab Shops today, where would I look, Tim? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Out today. Where are you? Uh, I've lost your guys' mic. Oh, you lost our mic. Tim, can you talk for me? Yes, I'm talking. I've lost Blessing's mic completely. Oh. Oh, interesting. Oh, it's out. Oh, it's yeah, out. It's XLR's out. out. The XLR's uh -huh. out, everybody. It's back in. What was the, what was God the, bless back. What was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, it, Tim was thrown to you to do the do to do to do. Okay, I'll do it again. Do 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 do. Yeah, there it is. Out today, we got 30XX for Switch and PC. UFO, unidentified falling objects for PC and Switch. Tim, you see there's aliens? Not in like, not in a video in real life. I I I saw it trending on Twitter. I didn't even look at it. You know, it's like people. Oh, you need to read the article, not look at the headline. I didn't even look at the headline. <laughs> It's, I just saw motherfuckers saying there's aliens. I'm like, great. Yeah, like, cool. like they're in court saying like, oh yeah, we got UFOs, uh -huh. and like I forget the exact term they use, but they're basically they're like there was biology <laughs> on those UFOs. There was biology. Like we have people. like what was the actual term? Chat. Let me know. But like they, they said there's aliens. Biological that? material. Biological says material. Kevin. Yeah, it was something along said. those lines. Not non-human biologics. Kevin says it's bullshit. Everybody. Non-human biologics. That's what it was. Non-human biologics. And we went about our days. We just went back to playing Marvel Snap. Yeah, yeah, because deep in the back of our heads, we know that this is a fucking psyop to just, just, just distract us. Yeah, distract us from like the actual real shit, shit that's like just beating us to a pulp, you know? I Who's like, going to get probed first? Hope it's me. <laughs> God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Brother can get probed. <laughs> All we the don't answers he could give, I didn't expect him to say that. <laughs> Out today, or uh, sorry, we already did out today. New dates for you. PS Plus extras for August have been announced. You're getting Sea of Stars moving out too. Destiny 2, Witch Queen, Lost Judgment, Destroy All Humans. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's me. <laughs> Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed, uh, Two Point Hospital Jumbo, Source of Madness, Cursed to Golf, Dreams, PJ Masks, uh, Hotel Transylvania, Lawn Mowing, Special Spell for. Spell Force 3, Reforced, and then Midnight Fight Express. Uh, something to point out here, Dreams is also coming to PlayStation Plus Extra, right? It was part of the PS Plus monthly games earlier this month. Um, and by earlier, I mean like six days ago. But now it's coming to the Extra tier. So okay. if you don't get PS Plus this month, but you get Extra later on in the year or something, you still have access to Dreams, which is pretty cool. Very cool. And then PS Plus Premium titles for August, you're getting Medieval, Resurrection, uh, Ape Escape, On the Loose, Finally. and Pursuit Force, Extreme Justice. There we go. I don't think I knew any of these versions of these games. I think existed. these are they're all PSP games. These I don't know about Pursuit insane. Force, but I'm pretty sure Ape Escape on the Loose and uh, Medieval Resurrection are both PSP versions of those gotcha. iconic franchises. If you want to hear the guy's uh, name, uh, must play PSP games. Go check out Kind of Feudy. Mm -hmm. Now we got a deal of the day for you. 
Steam Visual Novel Fest is going down starting Monday. Uh, Steam Visual Novel Fest celebrates the spirit of telling a story uh, through art and interactive fiction with discounts and demos on current and upcoming visual novels, uh, novel games of all kinds. That is going down right now. When I said Monday, I meant last Monday. Tim, Mm -hmm. we got some reader mail for you. Read me up. JMAZ writes in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can, and says, just watched the 2024 video games predictions video and really enjoyed it. The last question asked, how likely is the 2024 game of the year, a game that wasn't even mentioned today? And it got me wondering, what is your biggest, what are they up to you question? For me, I really want to know what Housemark is working on. And I really want to know more about a game that has a 2023 release date called Hell is Us. Y'all make great content and I love the shows. Thank you, Jamez. What's your biggest, what's going on with them? There's two mm-hmm. that immediately jumped to my mind. Bluepoint. Yeah. Nintendo EAD. Fair enough. What are they up to? What are their secrets? Yeah. The next one would be the Mario Kart team. What are they doing? DLC. But that's not enough. They're doing something else. Oh, that's a lot of work they, to make that DLC, Tim. They ported Mario Kart 8. They're on wave to the Wii U. Right now. They're working and, on those waves. And they made arms. If yeah. they could do that, they could be working on these freaking tour ports. And something else in the last fucking six years. Arms too. I mean, I hope not. I'll be so Arms upset. Is a good game, Black. Arms is not a good game. I'll be. I'll be so mad. That would, that would make me more mad than Nintendo uh, doing these patents for these basic features. Yeah. Well, then you'd learn eventually. My biggest. What are they? What are they up to? I guess I got a couple. I, they're mainly PlayStation stuff, right? So, like, um, what is Housemark up to? I I really want to know what their next game is because I fucking love Returnal so much, and I don't think. I don't think they're working on Returnal 2. In fact, they said they're working on a new IP last I checked. And so I really want to know what that is because they got me. No matter what they make, I'm playing it. Uh, and then Ben Studio. What's Ben doing? Yeah, I guess that is pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and also, I guess, like, Naughty Dog and stuff. Blue like Point's the one, movies. though. What the fuck are Blue Point doing? How do we not know what Blue Point's doing? I'm shocked. I mean, what could they be doing? So many different things. Like, do you think they're doing Metal Gear Solid? No, Remember that I mean, one tweet where they teased like Demon Souls and Metal Gear and Castlevania all in the same tweet? Yeah. yeah. But I think that was just them fucking with us, right? Fuck, that was just fucked them, up, though. That's that was them playing up. into the bit. I don't like it. It's so hard to. I forget what the last thing we heard about Blue Point's thing was. Was it that they're working on something original? I mean, it, the wording of it was so. It could be so. Or it was original content. Original content. Original content. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Shadow Colossus 2. Give it to me. I'll take I mean, it. Shit. I don't know that we'd want that though. Bloodborne I'd be excited too. for it, but a Shadow of the Colossus too. I feel like see Bloodborne Two is in the same conversation as Shadow of Colossus Two. I think where like I think the thing about Shadow of Colossus Two is that it not coming from uh, Team Eco and that team and those minds makes it feel like a oh man, but like do we really want this? I think Bloodborne would be a similar thing of like well this doesn't come from From and Miyazaki and those minds. Do we want uh, Blue Point work on original Bloodborne content? Shadow Colossus, I'm open to it because I know there's no other way. I think there's a future. Yeah, but see, Shadow to me is more like, I don't think that game needs a sequel. No, I just want to slay more Colossi. That's Fair. my thing. Fair. My, with Bloodborne 2, I'm like, I think there's a future where From could partner up with PlayStation again and make that game. Is it a likely future? Maybe not. But like, I think, that, I think that's possible. I don't think Team Eco is coming back. Is coming back. Team Eco doesn't exist anymore. Now they're yeah. gen design and they're working with Epic on a thing. Oh, that's another one. What is Gen Design working on, actually? That's my, that's my big one, actually. What is Gen Design doing? Somebody in chat says, yo, Bless, what about 007 from IO? I mean, 
that for me Already that's a know. no like i know i we yeah. know right they're working God, on 007 that, that's gonna be a cool ass game but that cool ass game is so far away if i wanted to mm-hmm. uh tim now it's time for your wrong where you write in listen to what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube and listening later on podcast services around the globe <laughs> bobby writes in and says one billion would be a hundred million and then bobby again writes in and says 0.21 billion would be 210 million my bad yo I love it. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate that. Uh, New AJ writes in and says, Bandai Namco patented auxiliary games being the loading screen mini games in 1995, but it expired in 2015. Hmm. Uh, MF Goon, which is a great name, says, <laughs> Bless mentioned that this is the first time Red Dead and Undead Nightmare are being bundled together. This is not true. Uh, these were previously released together as a Game of the Year edition. I bought this in high school for somewhere between ten and twenty dollars for my Xbox 360. Fifty dollars is bonkers. It is. Killian says Nintendo EAD technically doesn't exist anymore. They were merged into a new team with the SPD team, now called Nintendo EPD and Entertainment Planning and Development. One of my wishes in life would be for Nintendo to just clear up its fucking team structure in a way that made any type of actual sense. Uh, but until then, I'm going to refer to them as EAD because that's what I understand them as. Yeah, just rename them as Creative Business Unit 69. Or don't do that. You yeah. know, th- there are other ones I have problems with, although theirs is a little simpler because it is just the one, I think. I just love it because the Epic, like, imagine Nintendo did that with their logo where you get, like, the dope-ass next Nintendo game. It's like, Nintendo Nintendo EAD. It's in the game. I mean, honestly, that will probably hit more than creative business yeah like vander ascend says i think they make it confusing because they don't want us to know i i kind of agree with that like i Mm -hmm. i feel like nintendo they like being vague as fuck yeah like they don't necessarily want us like they they don't celebrate their teams in the way that like playstation and microsoft do in terms of like look at our first parties look at all our shit yeah they don't do that big babaluga says uh that symbol that we saw for that word (laughs) that we didn't know Mm -hmm. salty or whatever uh it's closest to an english w is what he says. Wow. So it would be pronounced Zwati. Sick. Zwati. It looked cool. The character. Yeah. I mean, it looked unique for sure. <laughs> now it's time for me to tell you who's this, who this week's host star. What do you mean by that, Bless? I don't know. What do you mean by that? All right. I don't know if I'm calling an L with a dash to it cool. It looks right? fucking it, cool. It looks different. It looks like a weapon. <laughs> like a sword. This is the way you're like, oh, yeah, it's unique. But you didn't even sound convinced by it. You didn't even sound convinced. Because, like, I'm not blown away by this fucking L with an L through it. Like, cool. All right. I Good don't for know, you, man. Poland, <laughs> I guess. Oh, Tomorrow- man, I do hope you're the first one who gets probed. <laughs> Same. Tomorrow's hosts are me and tim again and on friday it's tim and me after this episode of kfgd and after the post show the crew is playing some oxen free with the developers they're gonna help Greg get the platinum hopefully body for that body daddy remember this has been kind of funny games daily each and every day live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about until next time game daily Does that L with an L through it really look that cool to you? Dude, it really does. Are you kidding me? Because, like, at first glance, look, I couldn't even tell it had a slash. Here's, here's my thing. Well, you got to separate a little bit. Like, look, I'm not saying it's the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But for a character? Do you, know, do you know what's a cool character? Capital Q. 
Capital Q is sick as fuck, dude. Bro, real talk. This thing is way cooler than a Q. You're oh no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mike, let me show you something. Show it to me. All right. Look. Look at the. Um, <laughs> I love how you put spaces in between it so you can like copy it. Look at this character. Right. Oh wait. What's going on? Somebody put two of them together. Fuck. I'm fucking this. There one. it is. No, it's bold now. Okay. Oh, it's bold. Look at this letter. Look at this bold letter. Unbold right it. It looks stupid bold. It looked stupid unbolded too. Look, no. Look at this highlighted letter right here. It's That's like an L. It's an L with like a little like thing there. Okay. Yeah. A little dash to it. Yeah. Yeah. If you to had a like, like a baby T. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost like a baby T. But almost like, a baby. T. Like kind of slight. If you had to say what's a cooler character between that and a capital Q. Put a capital Q next to it. Yeah, I got you. Oh. Look at that shit. I mean, it's clearly the L with the baby T look. Oh, Thank you. Oh, you're an idiot. Thank you, idiot. Mike. Yeah. Don't worry about it. What up, Jeff? Good to see you, homeboy. Of course, welcome in, kind of funny best friends, to your kind of funny games daily post show super chat section with me. Your show host. Of course, I joined your two incredible games daily show hosts to dive a little bit deeper into the news. Just talk about life. Like, what cool letter, a.k.a. character, looks cooler? Is it a L with a small slash to it that looks like a baby T, or is it a large Q? It's up I like to you. that you call it baby. Baby T. Yeah. What do you call it? Big T? Lowercase? Lowercase T. Big T. It sounds like you're talking about a rapper that you uh, just heard about yesterday. Of course. Uh, rest in peace. You know, as much as I want to jump into the Super Chats, which we're going to do, I'll allow y'all to get involved. We do need a fun recap of this week in softball. Yeah. Let's return to the diamond for week three of Blessing and Mike do co-ed over 30 softball league here in San Francisco. It's not over, over 30. 30. But I was just saying. Like, oh, wow. Because a lot of old <laughs> people. You know gotcha, I mean? gotcha. But I'll tell you what. A lot of cute girls this week. Okay. Cute girls. None of them, none of them are You got to pound a cute girl. None of them on our team. None of them on our team. None of them. Okay. Okay. Except for Katie. Shout out to Katie. Shout out to Katie. But none of them. Yeah. Our team. None of our team showed up is what happened. Let's start. We got there and it was a fucking ghost town on our side of the field. Let's start with step one. Your boy Snowbike Mike picked up the team because, of course, team dad. We all come together, and it's a good vibe when mm -hmm. we all drive together, right? It's a good vibe. Yeah. We get to set the tone. And of Who course, is the squad here we're talking? Mike. Blessing Katie, the roommate. Then we picked up Roger and Lienza. Wesley's in the car as well. Wesley's the dog. The dog. So we got, we're, we're rolling six deep okay. into this right now, right? So here's the deal. There's murmur that Cool Greg could possibly show up to support, right? Mm -hmm. So we're all excited. We're back at it for week three. Mm -hmm. We're behind schedule. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not going to look at anyone. Okay. But someone Here's didn't get out of their house in time. Somebody didn't text me <laughs> they're on the way. <laughs> you got to let somebody know when but you're But I will way. say we were behind schedule. So we didn't arrive till 7.21 p.m. Game time is 7.30. As you okay. know, I like to show up 30 minutes at a time, play a little pitch and catch, maybe get a couple of swings in, you know. So we're running behind. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. The group chat on this app, because the captain, I should have been captain, has not made a large group chat on the Twitter, on, on text, on Twitter, whatever. We have to use this weird he, dog fair, he sports did try app. To make a group chat through text. Yeah, but I didn't and acknowledge it, him. You fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah, Mike, the tribal chief. You, you, okay? you no, want to be captured with the responsibility <laughs> no, of texting people? Are you so, fucking kidding me, Here's dude? the deal. We're on the <laughs> chat, okay? And I want everyone to know, this week on the chat at mm. 1230, 
the former captain, this girl writes and goes, hey, it looks like a lot of, not a lot of people are showing up for this. Make sure to bring a friend. And I'm going, first off, where's the team captain? You know, shouldn't he be saying something? She writes this at 1230. Then proceeds at 630 to write, hey, is this game canceled or what's happening? Hey, the game's at 7.30. This is happening. You better be there, right? She writes at 7.25. Doesn't look like anybody's going, I'm not going to come anymore. We're on the field. We're ready. We need you, right? So we show up. There's no one there. It's me, Blessing, and Katie. <laughs> one kid. It's his first week. Shout out to Ben. Good kid, ben, right? My guy. He goes, hey, I just got here. It's my first time. Like, I'm happy to play. I'm like, okay, well, you're part of it now, right? So now we have four people. Ref looks at me and goes, hey, we're about to start. So what do I do? Look right at La Roger and Lienza. Cool Greg and his buddy. I say, all of you are about to play. Who's Get ready. Ruben. Ruben? Ruben's okay. there. Fuck Great. yeah. <laughs> so chat, just to set the scene, Roger is in his dress pants and jacket as usual. His girlfriend is not prepared for any sort of sports whoa, and or whoa, whoa, sweating whoa, whoa. activity. Dress pants? Yeah, he's in like his nice khaki like cargo oh, pants. Oh, okay, like, okay. Roger is not in shorts or any sort of like athletic gear, right? Okay, okay. And I look at all of them and I say, here's the deal. Y'all are about to play. You don't have a glove, so you will go to the outfield. If the ball is hit at you, oh you will let it God. drop in front of you, grab it, and then you will throw it to me. Rod Roger's doing this. I don't want to do my I said, get the ass <laughs> out of here. You're going to fucking play, right? <laughs> this was my worst nightmare. <laughs> Yesterday, in front of everybody, I was like, Bless was like, are you coming? You coming tonight? And I was like, listen, Bless, I'm scared that they're going to look at me and be like, you have to go up. You have to play. And then you laughed in my fucking face. This is face. not a joke. Roger kept, every single time I was like, Roger, you're coming through. He's like, no, man, like, I don't want to end up having to go out there. And I'm like, Roger, you were there week one. Nobody's asking you to go out there. We just want you to hang out and have fun. Yep. Oh, sorry. And his ass got out there. And I killed him. I yeah. didn't get to Why don't you stick around for this story? So, do you want to grab a stick? Yeah, yeah. It is now the moment of. Of course, I have now convinced everyone that they will be playing. There is no questions because we need them to play. The other team, very nice, good people, mm -hmm. right? Of course, we hit first. So, Mike, as tribal chief. I say, here's the deal. I'm going to hit first. Y'all figure out in a single file line who's after me. I don't care because it's about me now. You of know what I mean? I'm about, about to get you. my yeah, rip. I get right it there. Blessing. What did I tell you? I'm a smack one real yeah, hard. You did. And I. He smacked one real hard. Called it. This pitching lady, you know, shout out to her. Quick movement. Once again, I'm not targeting the pitcher. It's just coming off the bat hot. This thing zooms right past the top of her head. Boom! That's how we set the tone right off the rip, right? Uh -huh. I get a double. Early. Blessing goes up. He hits strong. Like, we're playing well off the rip for, like, half the team not knowing how to play, right? Then it comes time. Oh, we're about to play defense. Outfield. So I come out. I go, hey, everybody, here's the deal. If you don't got a mitt, get in the outfield. We got a plan, <laughs> right? So cool, Greg. He runs out there. He's standing there. Roger runs out there. I got Blessing at third, Katie at second, or Katie at shortstop. This kid, Ben, at first. We don't have a second base person because we're, we're low on people. And I can't put Roger there with no glove. What, is he going to catch one to the face? You know what I mean? I so I got everybody out there in the back. Lienza Lienza at catcher. And the She's, but by the way, guy, guy, Lienza has never has has played catch for the first time in her life maybe six months ago. Oh yeah, that was the last time she played catch. Uh -huh. She did get hit in the face he, with a ball. Before, before going up to bat the first time, Lienza turns to me and is like, 
what are the rules to this game? Like, how do I play this game? Like, my, Lanza does not know how no. baseball or softball is played. Ne- never picked up a bat in her life. This is the first time ever. So, like, this was, she was just trial by fire, right? So, I appreciate Mike putting her on a catcher. Yeah, that so was a I, good I go, you go be catcher. The ump immediately looks at her and notices she doesn't have a glove, and I'm yelling, you just throw it back to me, because she has no idea what's about to take place. Oh my take God. five feet back. You're going to be over there. And he goes, you don't got a glove? And he, like, pauses for a second, he's like, I think we got some extras. So he goes into the back. Oh he gets God. us two gloves, right? Then the other team, now they look at us like, who are these idiots, right? So they're like, we'll give you some gloves. So now the whole team is gloved up. But we're still a man down at second base, right? So Roger's wearing a girl's glove that is no bigger than my cell phone. I mean, yeah, I know. he's fun. wearing a child's glove, right? At third base, here it comes at you, right? And uh, the team played well. Team played very well. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got fucking destroyed. Yeah, we got to stop. Okay, okay, okay. It was not even the close. The team played well. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> awful. Was a good captain. Yeah, yeah. Blessing almost took one to the face. I almost took one took to the face. Took a bad hop off a of short. I, I'm. Th- this week wasn't a good week for me. I'll be honest. Okay. I felt bad okay. after my after my gameplay this week. Yep. I kept trying to catch it with my off hand, right, instead of the hand with the glove on it. Mm-hmm. And so there were multiple <laughs> times where you just hear a fucking smack. And one of the balls that was about to hit me in the face, I smacked my hand flies over me. Katie thought I was dead. <laughs> Katie was like, oh my God. Like, Took it to the face. Everybody thought I took it to the face, but I was, I was fine. There was one moment where I fucking slipped because it was also very misty and slippery out there. Yes, it was. It was wet, also very wet, misty and slippery wet. out there. But the whole time, me and Roger were looking at each other and we we're like, yo, Put your body on the line. Put your body we on gotta the line. We got to put our bodies on the line. When it's wet out there, you got to take the ball to the put face. Body on the face. When I tell you that Mike Howard put his body on the line. The yeah. We didn't put our bodies on the line. He did. Tim, gold glove. Gold glove type play. Yeah. Gold glove. No, it was Gold incredible. Glove. Michael demonstrated. Yeah, okay. Mike's about to, Mike's about to yeah, go right pitch there. out there. I'm on, I'm on the mound. Michael's on the mound, right? They gave him the sleeper pitch, right, Rob? They gave him the sleeper pitch. It goes 20 feet up. 20 feet. And then the guy's like, you got to pitch it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great podcast content. Kid fucking rips it to third. What do I do? Oh, I grab it. Backwards like that. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> But, like, talk about the best play, though. Talk about the best play. Yeah, yeah, talk best about play. the best one. So there was a moment before where the kid, the girl drabbles it to first, right? And I grab it. Drabbles. And grapples. Really good podcast content. Yeah. And then the next one happens, same play. What do I do, Tim? What's he do? What do I do? What's, what's Mike about to do? do, do? Mike did a whole ass front somersault. And then, yeah. like, like But it top. was, like, even more. Like, it was a full-on roll. Yeah. He did a, body he on the line. Roll, put his body on the line. I forget if you got that out or not. I did. I did. You did yeah, got that, get that yeah, out. Get that hey, out. I don't want to move on from the we fact that, that Bless referred to playing a sport as his gameplay. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Oh, that's not the first time he's done that, too. <laughs> I, fuck, I love this. I he's love this. Listen, I'm new to this shit. I'm new to oh, this shit. Oh, man. We had some ESPN top plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had some gold glove web gems on the screen. Blessing hit well. Roger got a couple of hits, which was crazy. I I say, hits, yeah. Mike was, I've never seen Mike on this level. Mike was definite. spry. Was deep you would think that Mike right. was, was 10 uh-huh. years younger. And you thought my leg was broken. I pushed that to the limit. <laughs> I didn't think we said your leg was this, broken. This you was, not, something. This was not the same Mike that pulled a hamstring. <laughs> this was Mike on a new level. And you know what happened? Because I got to be tribal chief. Uh-huh. Yeah, Michael, you know what I mean. I'm on a different level when I get control of the game. I know, like I think a lot of us are like, oh no, our team's not here. Mike 
I think on the inside was fucking so happy. Oh yeah, this is yeah. this is yeah. the dream Mike scenario. This was is the like, dream scenario. oh, I get to be cat and immediately turned on cat. I'm the do, captain Do you now. think this was the long game? Because I'm convinced people stopped showing up for your team because Mike's been scaring them away for the last <laughs> few weeks, so that he, so there, there's no more competition. And then conveniently, the week where the most amount of his friends are at the game, oh yeah, he's like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. now all my friends on, can play while I'm the captain. On the way home, Mike was like. Guys, this is what this is what this should have been. All right, Players this is what this needs to be. You know, it could have been right, if you yeah. asked more of your friends to sign up with well, you. Well, then this is immediately we <laughs> get in the I car. Say? He's like, "This is what this should have been." You know, this is what I needed this to be. You, Andy. I'm like Nick. I'm like, what? Andy, <laughs> you're why delusional. Why are you dropping Andy? Delusional. Delusional. Not here. We gotta Andy get the whole team. and Nick are yeah. gonna show up to this game now. Like that's not. We're happening. not friends anymore. We gotta get the whole team. I told him. I said we gotta get the whole kind of funny crew on the team. It's just delusional. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Me and Roger was I here. Named, was I Me named at once? Here. Was I named at all? And this man is still asking for fucking... The only Nick other person who cares about baseball has played baseball in the past. No, he just, he just we wants We made Andy. baseball characters uh, together. I've never seen a man so obsessed with another man. <laughs> <laughs> this man fucking loves Andy Cortez. <laughs> I tried to get him out there. I tried to... So, I, when this was first pitched... Uh-huh. Which is... Hey! hey. There was a four-week plan, right? And by oh, week wait. four, we were talking about keg stands. Keg stands. Week four yep, is next week. week. Where yep. are we at? Uh, next week, we will bring a pony keg. Roger will be in attendance. Roger will be the, the pony keg captain. You know this, Roger? No, oh, I have no idea about it. We'll make sure Roger is pouring not only cups of beer, but also encouraging keg stands. Yeah. But uh, we will hope that the team shows up. It was a really good time. Barrett, I'll tell you right now. If you just show up, you'll get to play mm -hmm. softball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There Absolutely. was some very cute Only girls if Mike on Howard team. fucking invites me, which he is yet I will, to do. I will. I will. I mean, I will I, invite you. Yeah, yeah. No, that, it, has it has to be Mike. Mike. It enough. has to be Mike. Now, do you, think, do you think that the ref is going to hit on my girlfriend again? <laughs> that was the, they, they made up this story this that the ref was... It's not made up. It's not made up. I hope the ref watches the show because you suck, Also, like, what was he supposed to do? This cute girl next to What's he supposed to do? His job. He's on the clock. He gets paid for this, by the way. This ref, he... He's um, not getting recreationally. He gets paid for this. That is his job. This wreck on the players. Kicked out my girlfriend like immediately. Like, she has up. no idea what she's doing, right? Up. So she she's like missing and she doesn't know what's happening. She gets kicked out of like she strikes out immediately. You're out. Yeah, yeah really, pretty much. Like just very aggressive and mean about it. But then since uh, she's the catcher, he's she's standing right next to the ref. And then after after the game, she's like, you know, he was like. He was teaching me how to put on a glove and stuff and asking me, do you ever play sports? Wow, that's crazy. I'm like, this guy's flirting with you. Yeah, this guy's flirting man, with you. It was hollering at you. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. Like, absolutely. He didn't even know what a glove was. Thank God he was there to help her. <laughs> God damn it. Thank God he was there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you, you never put on a glove before? Let me help you out. Yeah, let, let me help you out. Let me show you how gloved up. No. She was telling these stories in the car, and I'm like, were you out there for five seconds? Like, how did you have enough time to have conversations uh -huh, with uh -huh. this man? Yeah. And also, the ref is the meaning, like, the meaning person on the planet it's a whole thing the ump and catcher relationship it's a special one it's a special because they're one. back there together they're just kind of standing there conversations happen you gotta let the there's flow there's a tension flow, there's you know a tension i mean, there's I mean a there was a tension there's a love there was tension <laughs> yes <laughs> a love a hostility yeah. <laughs> you ever play a sport before oh that's crazy that's you crazy. ever play a sport before <laughs> that's, that's, crazy. Crazy. that's the lamest pickup line the ever. answer's no <laughs> like, yes god oh, dang dude oh, so man. your brother played well as well yeah i'm of very course. excited about it. shout out to ruben he played very well yeah, ruben killed it my brother called me he was so excited he called yeah. me last night he was like 
Guess what I just did? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you played softball, didn't yeah. you? And he's like, fuck yeah. I, I said after the first uh, inning, I said I went up to Cool G. I said that was electrifying. He looked at me. And he said electrifying. I'm going to use that word on Tim next yeah. yes, uh-huh. for tomorrow. It so if you hear the word, if you heard the word electrifying, that's where that came. I from. I can't explain how fun softball is. It was a great time. Like I, I am pumped every week. We did it. When, we did when it. I'm at softball, we did it. I was doing like like boxing routines to myself, mm-hmm. like right before the match, like trying to warm up. Blessing's got his batter's gloves on. He's ready to rock and roll. I'm ready. It's a good time. So, I'm excited time. for all of it. We're excited. Such a fun time. We got dude. softball. We got a couple more weeks of that. We're gonna and then move. We do soccer. We're gonna move into soccer, which will be a great 7v7 time. Seven v seven co-ed soccer. A little seven v seven co-ed soccer. I'm, I'm gonna be, be the goalie. One. Yeah, he'll Ooh, be. Cap- I'm gonna right, be the goalie. I see you as goalie. I promise you, I will never get scored on. Look me right in the eye. I'll never get scored on. I'm not saying that right now. Not a single time will that ball go in the net without the hamstring. It's gonna be a great time. And then, of course, we'll see what other cool sports we can get involved. Yeah, I, I, I think we can get a lot of people into volleyball. Volleyball yeah. super approachable. And very fun. Nick. Andy and Nick, Everyone. we gotta, we gotta get Andy and Nick. Yeah. A, a, team, a team with me, Andy and Nick on it for volleyball. Yeah. I'm sure we're yeah. gonna. Be I love awesome. this. I love That's the awesome. shortest people in the office. <laughs> and so yeah. It was a great week. Week number three will go down in the books as a good team building week, as probably no the best week of the softball no. league because they this weren't there. This is my worst week. No, this is our best. This is our best. This, this, our best. <laughs> this is our best. Be we won time. last week. Well, Mike was on the other team. Yeah, I was on the other team. That's right. A bunch of cute girls on the other team as well. You they got to get your priority. Yeah. Were, my, guy. my goal is cute girls. That's what I'm here for. He's Will you wrong, ever speak dude. to any of them? No. No, yeah, exactly. No. Don't speak to any of them. No, I'm too shy. I'm too shy. I don't speak to anyone. I'm, I'm He's my- out there <laughs> alphaing it. I'm, I'm the fucking captain. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm with Mike that I'm also very shy. Also, too shy. Like, the too girls shy. on the other, other team were very like nice and talking. Very nice. Extremely very nice. nice. The captain was nice. super nice. Yeah. They saw me organizing. Oh. He's finally organized. <laughs> I'm 20 steps back, Katie. Yeah. Take five steps you, forward. <laughs> Get over here. He's so extra. Like, you didn't have to do any of that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Mike, did you, did you consider, because, like, as we were going on, as we were making our way back to the car, uh, mm-hmm. our cars, right? Like, the girls had parked next to us. Yeah. And, like, we're having, like, a little bit of banter as we went into yes, the cars. correct. Did you consider being, like... Hey, we should all get drinks right after this. Did you consider mm, it? No, I didn't think for that. For a split second, I thought about that's it. I was like, call. Mike's driving. See, mm. that's why. You know what? We should have said that. We should have I'm more of like, I should be like, hey, I'm Mike. Like, I didn't introduce myself and like, what's your name? You know what I mean? I haven't stepped to that it's point good yet. start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is the start. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, hey, I'm Mike. What's your name? We should probably start Literally with that. Literally the you know what I mean? minimum <laughs> amount of effort required there. But no, you know, I made a fun little John joke to the catcher. Cause she's like, oh, you think you can hit it to the window? And I was like, to the wall. <laughs> no woman is ever talking to you again in the fucking league ever again. Let's go, Mike! This motherfucker said I made a fun little John joke. <laughs> I, I love you, Mike. I love you. <laughs> oh my God. So we had a great week. We had a really great week. Everyone's going to remember that week. Great week. We'll see what happens. We will give you the diamond update for week four next week. But let's jump into some fun super chats right now. Uh, Naveed writes in and says, got my Final Fantasy 16 Platinum Trophy. What a game, Roger. Where you at on Final Fantasy 16? Still the same place. Still the same that place. That a boy. I'm not touched. I've been playing a lot of Sniper Elite 4. Andy beat Sniper it. Why are you and playing only, Sniper Elite 4? I've only been able to talk to Andy just cheap. a little bit about okay, it. Okay. But I'm so happy that it sounds like it hit for him the way it hit yes. for me. So I'm like, oh, let's fucking great. go. What about you, Bless? Where you at? I mean, I beat the game. I mean, okay. I'm not a platinum guy, though, so mm-hmm. I'm not, not going to be platinum yet, but 
Very good time. Very good. Jamie time. writes in and says, Atlas Fallen reviews are live. Did kind of funny get codes? Uh, I let me double check because I don't know if I'll trust. He's going to discount double check right now. Atlas discount Fallen double check review. Did I get an Atlas Fallen code? Yeah, the reviews are live. Yeah, I did get a code. Uh, I played a little bit and immediately was like, I'm good. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah, okay. It seemed okay. like it seemed like a very fine action game. Mm-hmm. It's also the thing of that versus Baldur's Gate three. We were both vying for my attention, and I just chose Baldur's Gate three. <gasps> it's Atlas so hot right now. Looking right now, it has a lot of sevens. What is this one? Uh, it's a an- game that looks like the game that you thought was the other game, but is the game. Yeah. I actually know exactly what you're talking <laughs> exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly what you're It's from uh-huh. the developers of The Surge. Yep. Um, oh. Yeah. I'm in. Right now, it's got like a 65 on PS5. I like The Surge. Oh, yeah. no. It's up to a 72 now. <laughs> Big fan of Surge. Yeah. yeah. It seems like it's getting a lot of sevens. It seems fine. Cool Greg just uh, texted me. They made Ruben hop two fences, and the referee told me this ain't cricket, and I still don't know what that means. <laughs> well, yeah, because he was he was saying about the I way don't that know what he, that means. He hit the ball; it was like cricket or whatever. But I was just like, "What the fuck? Why the fuck we care about this? Why do we care about?" This? Yeah, we were all learning. We had a team full of. We were learning. We were. Yeah, those two things were not learning. connected. <laughs> if we run it back next week, be a different vibe. You oh, know were they I mean? swinging the bat weirdly? Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but, we were learning. But also, <laughs> Ruben was jumping a lot of fences. Like it was like he didn't have to do any of that. Yeah, yeah here, the other team was like, "Here's the rule." If you hit a homer or if you hit it foul, right, and it goes way out there, because, like, there's no cuts in the fences here. If you hit a homer, it is the team that hits the homer's rule to go get the ball, yeah. right? Because now I got to get Ruben to climb a fence. He's got to go over there when the rate of play is slowed down, right? Like, if you hit the home run, you go get it after you move the bases. Give me a new ball. We run, right? Got it. So now we, like, stop the rate of play. Ruben fucking climbs over a fence, takes him five minutes in the bushes to find it, then comes over here. It's like, no, we just got to keep going, right? And so, yeah, Ruben this has This is an officially sanctioned situation. Like, uh-huh. God, man. Yeah. yeah. Ump had uh, AirPods in the entire time. Yeah, we, we've yeah. decided that I will have then to take over the ump rules. He did that last week. Oh, okay, okay. So you're the captain, captain and player, driver, and, and the ump. Uh, okay. I will say, I, goalie I, eventually. On the drive home, I was considering going on the website and reporting the ump. The ump fucking sucked. <laughs> These guys are mad that the ump was, I was really on bad Roger's girl. Who umps yeah, the ump? Like, it, it would be one thing if it was just this one week. This is the second time we've gotten this ump, and he sucked both times. And our the week one, we had a different ump. He was great. Fucking Love great um, week one. This guy this does not care. He is here to cash a check or to, to collect a paycheck and mm-hmm. then leave. Also, is it, is it still only one ball that's being shown up uh, to this uh, to this game? Uh, currently one ball. We have two, but he didn't want to use the second one for some oh. reason. So we sat there and waited for Ruben to go get the ball <laughs> <laughs> twice. Oh Awkwardly, God. we all just oh, kind of stood awesome. there. As I, I gave him the look, I said, give me the ball. You know what I mean? Let's go. And so, yeah, that's how it went. Uh, up next, Jeez. King Vin writes in and says, hey, Tim. Any plans for more Pokemon card pack opening streams soon? Any thought uh, and thoughts on the 151 sets? That's only Gen One. I mean, come on. You kind of answered uh, your on. own you question there. My plan, I've been opening them myself. I, my problem is I can't figure out a good way to make it compelling content for people that don't understand exactly what's going uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. So I'm 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 trying to think because at the same time I want to go so big and stupid with it. Like yeah. I want to do it on this set, Mike, yes. and I want way too much pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. for this. Yep. But the 151 set, I think, is an easy thing for people to wrap their head around because yep. we all know the 151. You know? And there's just one card for each of them, essentially. So it's like, I feel like the pulls of the pack will be like a lot clearer to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll definitely be doing that. I have a whole bunch pre-ordered, so I'm really, really oh, excited. Good. Good. But yeah, that's, that's uh, I want to say early September um, next month. Wow. But yeah, you can expect some stupid shenanigans with that. I love that. 
Uh, Laserfoot writes in and says, has Bless slash Tim been to the Sonic Speed Cafe in SD? This exists? No, I just have, I mean, I'm, it, oh, yeah. it, um, it was, a, was a Sonic, or it was a Comic-Con thing, I believe. Oh. Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, they no. were serving chili dogs or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, does it still exist? I don't know. Because I would have thought that it was just I like think it was just a Comic-Con thing. thing. Um, yeah, I've not been to San Diego maybe ever. Dude, San Diego. San Diego. Really? Oh, I love San Diego. Comic-Con, man. Nothing like it. Oh, God, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks cool. Gotta super go dope. fast food. It's not, it's not something I would travel to San oh, Diego so for. Good. And so, no, I've not been. I would if I knew about this. Okay, yeah. Is there a level of cafe slash food pop-up that you would travel for? No. Like, there you know been... what I mean? Like, is that enough to get you to travel somewhere, or has it got to be more than that? I think it's got to be more than that. Like, I think it would have to be a Sonic Festival or some okay. shit. Okay. Right? Like, I've seen Undertale food pop-ups and stuff, and, like, different cafe pop-ups, and they always look cool, but... Like, if I'm going to a pop-up, right, how long am I going to be there? For, like, 30 minutes to an hour or something? And then go home? Like, I don't think that's something that's worth traveling for. Yeah, you probably stay there longer. You're blessing. Bless. People are going to come to see you. They're going to be excited. I'm going to do a kind of funny meetup at a pop-up. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the place to, to do it if you're going to yeah, yeah. true. Plus, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I was there when they announced Sonic Mania. I was at, they, they really? threw a, a Sonic mega party at comic-con oh, yeah. and we were there when they first revealed it and i lost my goddamn mind but they had like all the the music performers playing all the songs like it was simultaneously the cringiest and most hyped thing i've ever been a part of it was perfect That's it incredible. was everything i could ever want See, i just wish like i knew that, you back then I would, I would travel down for yeah yeah if we got invited to something like they're like we're gonna announce a game or just throwing a party for sure yeah i'd do that okay i like that i like that mason dude says they have a knuckle sandwich that's Which is very funny. Really good. I, I, so until good. I said those words out loud, I didn't realize that. Do they have any shadow-related things? Is there any shadow-related items? Mm. That's my big question here. They sell you guns. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez writes, I'll fly out to play left wing, Bless, if you put together a soccer team. Something to think about. All right. As you start building your soccer team, you got to remember the roles. Mm. Yeah. Who everybody's going to be if you're going to be team captain. Mike, Where are you going to put us? I'll be honest, Mike. Yeah. In middle school, I played a lot of uh, goalkeeper. Okay. I like that. And so, like, I don't I don't think we need to compete for that role. No, we don't. Right? We, we don't. could alternate. We don't. Week to I'll week gladly move. Oh, there we go. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like, go back but, like, I'm more. never going to get scored on. But also, oh, I mean, I'll I'm going to put nothing but just perfect runs out. Yeah. Or maybe we can Shit. stop halfway. We can figure it out. But, um, yeah, I guess I'll start thinking about that, right? Because as I start thinking through the team, I don't know where I'd put myself. Yeah. I, I, for me, I'm not a. I don't see myself as a defender. I think I'd rather do either no, goalkeeper no. all the way or put me in the midfield yeah. or be a striker. I could probably that strike also a lot of effort, dude. That's a lot of energy you're expending. Plus, you're a fast boy. Yeah, I'm fast, but I don't have stamina. Mm. Like I'm like I go into overdrive real quick, but then once I'm done, I'm fucking like I'm hunched over just catching my breath. You're, you're a short sprinter. You know, you know? what? Maybe, yeah. maybe you be goalkeeper. I'll play center mid so I can control everything. This man loves control. Because I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This man I'll tell you what. You put a soccer ball in front of me, I bet you I can kick it through the fucking net. I give y'all two weeks before the rest of your team. I think it's going to catch fire type shit. That's awesome. I will say, I will say, one of the things I've heard the most during while playing softball is people being like, damn, man, you're really fast. Really fast. I've heard that multiple times from different people. That he people. challenged your brother to a race. Oh, yeah? I he did. did. Yeah. You did? Yeah. And he, he was like, why is everybody kind of funny like challenging people? And I was like, uh -huh. that's a fair point. That's a fair point. That's a really that's great point, point actually. Mm -hmm. I would love to race people here, though. 
Kind of Funny Best Friends. Andy ever wants to step up. That has been your Kind of Funny Games daily post show for this lovely Wednesday. We are far from done with the content. Gosh darn it, we got some dope stuff coming your way today. Myself and Greg are going to stay at this table. We are going to play Oxenfree 2 with the developers, which is going to be really, really dope. He's on his way to get the platinum in the game, so you can tune in here. All the stories from behind the scenes of that video game. And then we got a brand new Kind of Funny X-Cast coming your way and so much more. But this has been your Kind of Funny Games Daily Super Chat post-show section with myself and the boys. Until then, goodbye, everyone.